Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're sitting down with Todd R. Bishop. Todd is a pastor, podcast host, creator of the Unleashed Network, and an author, his most recent book release being Leadership Unleashed. Today, he'll speak on various powerful leadership principles contained within his new book and give practical advice to Avail listeners pertaining to how to take your life to another level. So lean in, leaders, and let's get started. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Avail podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. I'm excited because, as always, we have amazing guests. My name is Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church, a.k.a. Iglesia Vertical in South Florida. We're one church, two languages, and I'm your host for this podcast, the Avail podcast. Today, we got Pastor Todd Bishop in the house. We're going to be talking about his new book, Leadership Unleashed. He's a leadership junkie. He's a pastor. He loves God. He loves people. We're going to get into this. Pastor Todd, how does it feel to be on the Avail podcast? Man, it feels really good. I've been I've been a fan of Avail since I think day one. It is the only, I know we have the Avail journal. It's the only journal that I keep. Most of them end up in file. Come on. Know, they end up somewhere else. But this one ends up <laughs> in my office, remains in that office, and I, I keep every back issue of Avail because it's got that much, the Avail journal, because it's got that much leadership yeah. uh, that I like to soak in and share it with other people. So yeah, well, it's awesome. Hey. Awesome to be here. Humble. Our Avail team appreciates that. Thanks for the love. And it is a special journal. We'll talk about that a little later. Uh, Pastor Todd, it is a privilege to have you on the Avail podcast. I know you're a fellow podcast host as well. You're a fellow uh, pastor and, uh, you know, lover of all things leadership. And you want to encourage and bless people. I know this conversation is going to help a lot of leaders. Uh, Before we jump into the heart of your book, Leadership Unleashed, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I want our Avail audience to just kind of lean in and get to know who is Todd R. Bishop. Yeah, so I'll give you a little high level, you know. I grew up in Buffalo, New York. Uh, I was not the son of a preacher, not the son of successful business people. I was in a multi-divorce, single-parent, abusive home Mm. that saw just about everything on this side that um, I used to always hate that about my life, but now Mm. I celebrate what God allowed me to go through because it made me the person I am today and helped me become a stronger leader because I saw so much wrong that I wanted to try and make it better. Uh, and so, um, you know, I started my journey there in 1973. Um, you know, I'm 50 years old. I married the love of my life almost 22 years ago, Mary Elizabeth Bishop. It doesn't get more religious than that name. Come on. And uh, we have three beautiful children, Malachi, Abigail, and Bethany. And we, we live on Long Island, New York, which is about, we're about 35 minutes east of New York City. And uh, we started a church 15 years ago, and we've been loving and leading uh, that church, and we've just been so blessed by what God's done, and we're just grateful and uh, excited to uh, see what God has next, not just where we are, but where he wants to take us. So yeah, it's a little little high-level view. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. You know, I, as I was kind of preparing to to do this podcast with you and and reading a little bit and and even taking a look at the book, some of your masterclass videos, it, it's it seems like you're approaching almost three decades of leadership. You know, as as pastors and, and in ministry, that's awesome. Uh, what a great what a great testimony and what a great uh, what a rich experience you've had, which uh, leads me to just open up this conversation. I'm holding your book here. For those of you watching the video, Leadership Unleashed, 
take your life to another level by Pastor Todd R. Bishop. I, I'd love to hear from you, uh, Pastor Todd. Just what's, what was the heart behind this book? You know, um, what was your inspiration to write this book? Well, yeah, that's a great question, Virgil, because for my entire life, I've just been drawn to leadership. Mm. You know, I've, I've often thought maybe ministry wasn't for me. I know it sounds crazy. I was thinking maybe I should, you know, be an entrepreneur or start a business or, you know, a friend of mine always tells me this. He's a good friend. He says, man, if you weren't a preacher, you'd run a fortune 500 company. <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't know if that's a compliment or, but you know, it's just something I've always gravitated toward. Mm -hmm. And so I've been collecting leadership thoughts for decades, you know, three decades and nearly three decades. And it's, been something that springs me to life. I like coaching people, talking life and leadership, talking to pastors, but also business leaders. And this book, which it's just still crazy to see this book <laughs> in your hand on this podcast. Um, this book really is kind of 27 years, almost 28 years of leadership wow. that I've compiled that I said, I want to put this in a resource that can help someone take their life and leadership to another level. So I had somebody ask me, well, what's your goal for how many copies you want it? I said, I really don't have a copy goal. Mm. I have a goal that this book gets in the right person's hands, transforms their life, transforms their leadership, and they make a difference in this world. So it's just a compilation. Some of them are original concepts. Some of them are things I've heard that I can't remember where I heard it from, <laughs> but it's just a thought or a concept that I picked up. So it's 52 lessons on leadership that I wrote over 27 years of leadership. Yeah. It's technically, it's technically a lesson a week if you want to be yeah. <laughs> really structured. Yeah. However, they're, they're, they're kind of, they're really done in bite-sized, uh, uh, easily digestible doses where you could probably do one a day yeah. if you really want yeah. to go at it. But, but I love, I love the heart behind it. And you mentioned something, which is the subtitle of the book, so it's leadership unleashed, and then it's take your life to another level. Can you just, as a leader, and what does that what how, what does that mean, and and how how do I know that I'm reaching another level? Uh, because we we hear that a lot, but I'd love to hear your take on that. Yeah, you know it's interesting because you know at first I thought about take your leadership to another level, but that's only a part of who we are. Mm -hmm. Now we lead wherever we are in whatever environment we're in as leaders, but I was thinking, man, it needs to be broader than that because mm. for certain people, they don't see themselves as leaders. So when they see the title Leadership Unleashed, they're going to think, but I'm not a leader. No, right. this book can help you take your life to a whole nother level, which means it's not just you know good for business. It's good for your marriage. It's good for raising children. Mm. It's good for uh, developing relationships that are just friends. This This book is more about taking your life Mm. everything about you, the sum total of who you are and raising your leadership, your life to that next level, because that new level is not just business success or financial prosperity. It's literally about the enjoyment of life that I get to live my life at a higher level. And I think most people, Pastor Virgil think, man, if I just do this, I'll be happy. No, if you're just who God designed you to be, that's where true joy and happiness comes from. So when I think about taking your life to another level, I think about, am I putting myself mm. in alignment with God's assignment for my life? I love that. I love that. You know, again, there's 52 lessons. Uh, there's a closing thoughts, 53, but, but a lot of these titles grab my attention 
Um, I'm going to mention a few, and then maybe you can you can pick which one you want to expand on. Um, Be careful. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got to say them carefully. Uh, I like leaders don't just go to the next level. They grow to the next level. I like that. Uh, suck it up, cupcake. <laughs> that catches my attention. Um, um, comfort is the enemy of progress. I love that. Uh, I wrote one down here. I wrote it in here. Uh, own your flaws. And then there's one I got to be careful. Lead with big ask faith. Lead yeah. with big ask faith. These are a few that kind of catch my attention. Um, why don't you just maybe unpack a couple of those thoughts? Uh, these are leadership principles. They're bite-sized nuggets, but they're they're powerful and they're really helpful on our leadership journey. Yeah, thank you, Pastor Virgil. You know, it's interesting because I wrote the book with non-readers in mind. And I used to hear this expression all the time, leaders are readers. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's true. I think leaders are learners. Sure. Because there's so many different environments we can learn from. Some, that's the way they learn. So the book's written, as it's bite-sized, it's digestible. Mm-hmm. And so I, I try to take three or four pages for each one of these. But Own Your Flaws is an interesting one because most leaders own everybody else's flaws. They'll Mm. tell everybody else what's wrong with them, especially as a leader of people. It's easy to see in others, Mm -hmm. but I've got to learn to see in myself as a leader. Because if I could see the flaws in myself or the shortcomings that I have or the mistakes I make, I might be able to use those to help somebody else grow to a new level. So it's very hard for leaders to own mistakes. Mm. And so I think if, if I as a leader can own my flaws, now as a pastor, as we both are, I think we're, we lean a little bit more this way to own our flaws because yeah. of our, our calling, because we don't want people to look at us as we've arrived and we've attained. Yeah. So we'll own those. And publicly, I sometimes own things that I missed or made a mistake at. Even with my staff, I'll say, hey, guys, I blew it last week. I shouldn't have said that. That wasn't fair to you guys. That wasn't right. It wasn't the right move. The challenge is we lean that way because of our Christian faith and also our calling as pastors. Most leaders, though, try and shield them, their, their team from their flaws. I heard this quote years ago, we lead with our strengths, but we connect with our weaknesses. Yeah. And I think so often if people can see that, the weaknesses we have, that we're not superhuman, that, that we do have things that we do that, man, we shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. I think it helps us to be more followable, if that's even a word, yeah. where people say, man, I like that person. They, they don't have it all right, but I understand what they're talking about, and I need to own some things in my life. So that's one that I like. Suck it up, cupcake. You mentioned that one. That's a <laughs> phrase I use. It's on one of the T-shirts at our church. <laughs> I just don't think leaders should... Um, be so soft. And I say it this way. Uh, some leaders, they're cupcakes. They're, they're sweet, but no substance. <laughs> and leaders must have substance to them. There's got to be the right ingredients to their leadership so that it influences and helps other people become everything God's designed them to be. And then my phrase, I say all the time, leaders don't go to the next level they grow to the next level. I love that. I think that's lesson five. Yeah. Um, I think that's one that that I just know that I ultimately have to pursue what God's called me to do. And in order to do that, I have to be committed to growth. And growth doesn't happen in a day. 
It happens daily. It's through daily disciplines, habits, relationships. And so that's just a little little sneak peek on some of those. Yeah, you know, actually connected to what you just said right now, uh, I know there's one lesson uh, that's entitled leadership is slow cooked, never microwaved. I'd like you to touch on that. I think, I think especially in an age and in a, in a, in a time in history where thing we're used to things happening, boom, we're used to wanting to find the shortcuts. Uh, how can I, how can I do this now and not have to wait? And, um, and there's something important about this leadership is not, is not microwaved, it's slow cooked. Talk to us about that. Well, that's great. I, I love this one because I didn't share this in the book, but this came out of four years in a home without a microwave. <laughs> and we would, and that's where the, I said, wait a minute, my food tastes better. Mm. It seems to be cooked the right way. <clears throat> it's not dry. It's not, you know, crusty or hard. <laughs> it literally felt like the preparation of time prepared the meal better than the speed of now. Yeah. And that's where I got that principle out. And so now in our new home, we do have a microwave, but the <laughs> principle came out of four years without a microwave. And I, I look at my life. So, um, you know, I served behind the scenes for the first really, I guess, 12 years of ministry, 14 years of ministry. Mm. I was, I served alongside my mom. My mom was doing prison ministry. So I travel with her to do prison ministry alongside her. I gave my life to God at 17 years old. And from wow. that point I started preaching and, and serving in ministry. And so I served behind the scenes with my mom. I did internships and then I served, uh, I would say as well as I could, I'm sure I could have done better hmm. for two different pastors behind the scenes, just to try and make them look better. They were gifted. I just wanted to serve them. Yeah. And then God at some point said, now you're supposed to do it. I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I never wanted to be a senior pastor. It, it's like, honestly, I had dreams when I came out of Bible college. I want to plan a church because I thought that was a cool thing to do. But, but at, once I got into ministry, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is tough. Managing people yeah. is tough. And so throughout ministry, I love being second and third chair. And at some point, God said, no, what I've been doing is I haven't had you in second chair. I've had you in the seat of preparation. Mm. And so everything that God allowed me to go through has prepared me for what I'm doing today. Even Virgil, my last pastor, I don't even know if he realizes what he was doing and how he was setting me up. Wow. He gave me oversight of multiple ministries, budget. I was overseeing youth, children, college, outreach, evangelism, mm. marketing. And so I had one of the largest arms of the budget of that church. And I look at not the largest, but one of them. And I was like, my gosh, this is overwhelming. And yet it prepared me now yeah. for a multi-million dollar budget at the church that I oversee. And I look and say, man, I'm thankful that Pastor yeah. Steve gave me more to do some slow cooking in my life so that when I got to where I am today, I can actually flourish a little bit better because I'm only the product. We're only the products of all the investment that people have put into our lives and the time that tests us and builds us to who we are today. Yeah. You got the proverbial tap on the shoulder. Uh, we don't always know when it's coming or if it's coming or what, but that tap, Hey, yep, it's time. It's your turn. Yep. Um, I want to ask you a question a little bit off the cuff here. Um, yeah. As you look at the, at the landscape of, of the church, um, and, and leadership and pastors. Um, I'd like to hear your thoughts on two things. A, what worries you? 
when you look at leadership in the church, what worries you? And then, and then second follow-up, what encourages you and excites you? Okay. So what worries me? This is a great question, actually. And, um, I'm worried about my own leadership. Okay. That's number one. I want to make sure that I can rise as a leader to the times and the seasons we are in. And so, you know, in the Bible, there's a, there's a passage, some people quote it. It talks about the, the sons of Issachar. Uh-huh. They understood the times and the seasons, and they directed God's people in the way they should go. I think that's what worries me. I think there's pastors that understand the times and the seasons. They got that down, but they don't do the second part instructing God's people how to live in the culture, the environment we're in today. It is very easy to preach things from a pulpit. It is a lot harder to lead things in a conversation or relationship. So I think one of the things that really worries me from, from the small world that I have in church leadership is we know what to say, we know what to do, but we need the courage and mm. the backbone to actually lead God's people in that direction. We need to be okay talking about cultural issues. Yeah, We need to be okay talking about God's way to honor finances. We need to talk about God's way on how to treat those who are from different backgrounds or ethnicities than we're from. We need to be okay with all those issues because <laughs> if we're not... We're not really carrying out or executing our role as Christian leaders. And God didn't just call pastors to do that. He called every Christian leader, whether we're in politics or in education or in the business world, we ought to be speaking hope and life and joy and peace and strength that only comes from Christ. And I think we know it, Mm. but we don't always show it. And I think that's what worries me about leadership. And that's why when you look at the statistics about what Christians believe versus non-Christians, they're virtually identical. And I think it's because we've abdicated our responsibility as leaders to not just know it, but also show it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? As you say that, man, I have a fire in my heart, especially Mm. finishing last year, 2022, entering this year, 2023. On, I think the, I think at the heart of this is just true discipleship. Like, like what does that look like? It's more than just knowledge in the head. It's yeah. it's a life lived out. It's giving people handles for life and relationships and true Christianity, which is more than just I went to church a couple times a month. Uh, you know, I don't say curse words anymore, and I'm a nice person. Uh, it's actually <laughs> it's actually not just believing in Jesus, but following Jesus That's and right. then making disciples, which is our Great commission. Anyway, so many things come to my head as you say it. So I like that. That's something that wor- worries you as you look. But now what about the other side of the coin? What's something that encourages and excites you as you look at the landscape of leadership in the church? Now, our church that we lead is so diverse, it's, <clears throat> it's almost unthinkable. And when we have guest speakers come in, they say, everyone says they have a diverse church. But when we walk into Todd Bishop's church, it is diverse. <laughs> and so it's diverse on the socioeconomic uh, playing field. It's diverse on, you know, races, it's diverse on occupations. And I think one of the things that excites me is that true Christian leaders have a capacity to draw all people together, even though we may not always see everything eye to eye. Uh-huh. And I look at, um, my son who's 18 years old, Malachi, his generation is hungry for Christian leadership. 
That's what excites me more. They good. they study it, they watch it, they read it. They're they're evaluating everyone through the lens of leadership because I think what we've done is we've kind of separated Pastor Virgil sometimes leadership and discipleship. The end game of discipleship is leadership. Right. Because disciples make disciples. Yeah. That is a disciple becoming a leader of people. And so if we can get people to recognize that this passion for leadership isn't just so we can create volunteer teams in our church to accomplish a vision. It is so that we can change the culture of a society by having Christian leaders everywhere. And I'm encouraged yeah. by the people that are raising up a generation Come of on. leaders that are passionate for it, but also that can attract people from yeah. all different backgrounds Huge. into their sphere of influence. The church best demonstrates unity. <laughs> the church best demonstrates, uh, you know, cultural diversity. The church is the very agency the world needs, and they don't even realize it yet. So if the church wakes up and recognizes, wait, God has called me to lead, whether I'm at the grocery store yep. or you know, going to the bank or in school or at my job, God has called me to lead. The church that recognizes that, the Christian that yeah. recognizes that. Pastor Virgil, you're going to get me preaching now. Come on, brother. My, my blood pressure's going up. <laughs> the reality is the church, the individual, the leader that recognizes that priority priority yes. will help change the culture of a nation and potentially the world. Are you following Avail on social media? If you answered no, what are you waiting for? You can enjoy encouraging content, get updates on all our latest resources, and connect with leaders just like you, all from the comfort of your couch. There's no better account to visit in between appointments or over morning coffee. If you haven't found us on Instagram and Facebook yet, look up The Art of Avail and click follow we can't wait to see you there 100 percent. i think that one of the biggest responsibilities that we have as as pastors in the church is to help people connect their sunday faith with their monday work yeah. connect their sunday yeah. faith with their tuesday family connect their sunday faith with everything i think there's this big mistake that we tend to think oh well the pastors or the people who work at church they're the ones who have to you know they're the ones responsible yeah. for ministry no we're all ministers wherever we are right. and and equipping and training and discipling a church a body of believers to understand that no matter where you are you are called to shine you're yep. called to to live out that life I and mean, that's that's what will take that's what will impact the community that's what will that's impact right. A, a city that's what will impact the nation i love that we're talking about this um i'm fired up. i'm getting fired up too uh, all right so so i want to do something i, I want to but before we jump i want to talk a little bit about um the study guide that, that comes along with the book and also the master class videos because i think that's a resource that's going to help a lot of people but before i do that there was one that i mentioned that i don't think you touched on which is the principle in your book lead with big ask faith i'd love to hear that i'd love to hear about that because i think there's a lot of uh, church leaders and pastors who maybe need to hear this principle. Yeah. Lead with big ask faith emphasis on the K yes. in ask. Yes. Um, you know, big ask faith is, you know, we often as leaders make decisions based on funds or facts. Yep. The reality is our, our decisions as Christian leaders. Yes. That plays into it. Funds and facts play into that. But faith should be the primary function mm. of every decision we make. So I don't tend to hire staff because I can afford them. I hired by faith knowing I will be able to afford them because as they invest in the church 
in you know whatever I'm doing, whatever we're doing as an organization, they're going to bring resource in. So I hire by faith. I lead by faith. I make decisions. Now, I'm, I'm kind of an interesting leader because a lot of people think I'm organized. I am not organized. <laughs> I am literally administrative, but not organized. And there's a difference. So Here's my leadership, if I can sum it up in an image for those watching the podcast. Here's how I lead. Here's an idea. Boy, that's stuck. Throw it We're going to go with that. And if it sticks, I'm going to roll with it. At some <clears throat> point, some leaders don't do this. Yeah. They just sit there and stare at it. Well, this is a great idea. Yeah. And the difference between good leaders and great leaders, in my opinion, is taking an idea and implementing it. And so if I could take that and say, well, I'm going to throw it up there and we're going to get going. Like we just purchased a multi-million dollar building for a second location wow. on Long Island. Now this is, it's a big deal for us. We're excited about it. It's going to need millions in renovation. Um, and I'm looking at it, everybody thinks I'm crazy. I'm like, oh, we're starting services in September. The building's not going to be ready. I'm like, who cares? We got to get people in the building. People need Jesus. People need hope. People need life. So we're going to make this thing work. What about the kids space? It's not exactly where we want it. That's okay. We'll get it there eventually. Big Ask Faith is about believing that there is a God that mm. still does the impossible and the improbable, but he needs available people. Yep. And that requires faith beyond funds, faith beyond facts, not that we ignore them, but it's faith not in ourselves. It's faith in the one that gave us the vision for the leadership, the calling, the position, the occupation, wherever we find ourselves. That's Big Ask Faith. Yeah, I think pastor leader that's listening right now, maybe the Lord's been putting something on your heart. Maybe there's been an opportunity for your church, your ministry, and you've been second guessing, you've been doubting, you've been looking at the funds. Doesn't make sense. You've been looking at the facts. Doesn't make sense. And maybe this, this encouragement here from pastor Todd is going to help you take a step. Uh, nobody who's done anything great for God has done it on their own ability, on their that's own right. uh, ability to provide for themselves or on their own strength. And so we need this big ask faith. We need we need this bold faith that leads us sometimes beyond what we think we're able, which means we have to trust in the Lord. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. All right, let, let's let's. I want to just mention a little bit for people. Um, so your your new book, Pastor Todd, is Leadership Unleashed. Uh, uh, take your life to another level. Now it also there's also the study guide. This is the study guide I'm holding here. Uh, and you have on the top, Unleash Your Teen Study Guide. Uh, and then I know there's also masterclass videos that are part of this bundle, if you will. Talk to us about the bundle. Talk about the study guide and the masterclass videos. Yeah, it's great. The book can be done as an individual. The study guide is really a companion that you could do alongside your team. I think the greatest leaders I've ever met do not grow by themselves. Yes. They grow together. So if I could take, if I grow to one level, my organization's not going to keep growing. I've got to take everyone with me on this growth journey. So what, what I recommend is get the book, get the, the study guide for your team, mm -hmm. put it together, read it together. You could do this in a staff meeting once a week. You could do it with just even if it's virtual communication or Slack connects mm -hmm. on just what you're learning and growing with and hold your team accountable for it. Because as much as we ask people to do something occupationally, we should also be asking them to grow towards something. 
It's not just do something, it's grow towards something. Yeah. So my hope as a leader is to always uh, take people with me on the growth journey. So the study guide is really designed for your team. You could do it in a small group church environment as well. Sure. Uh, things like that. But a staff that takes this, a team that takes this, I have a business leader in our church that just bought 20 for all their department leads. Nice. And wants to take them on that journey. Another a CEO of a corporation just reached out to me and wants me to come in for a three-hour session with their uh, VPs to be able to talk. And they've already picked out the categories or the lessons they want me to talk about. So mm. the, the Unleash Your Team, I think, is vital. The master class... It's a little different than some master classes. I've watched many over the years, many master classes. You could tell they're reading off a teleprompter. You could see the <laughs> eye shift. This is unscripted. There is, it's unfiltered. Um, it's 12 sessions of all about 10 to 12 minutes each that take 12 lessons out of the book that I really enjoyed talking about or writing about that I wanted to talk more about. And I, I actually enjoy it because it's, it's just me talking like I'm talking to you right now, Pastor Virgil. Yeah. It's, it's me talking to a camera conversationally. And I really enjoy doing it. I think it's a great resource that you could do as an individual or alongside your team as well. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so for all of you listening right now or watching, the book is Leadership Unleashed. There's a study guide. There's a masterclass videos. If you go for that bundle, what, what, what's the best way, Pastor Todd, for people to, to access this, to purchase it, whether it's the book or the whole bundle, where, where would you send them? Well, listen, they can go to my website, toddbishop.tv. That's fine. Um, you can get it through Avail. Mm -hmm. Avail provides all of those options for you. So you can also get it at Amazon um, or Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, um, just about anywhere. The masterclass, though, is only available through Todd Bishop TV yeah. and through Avail. So yeah, that's good. So everybody, toddbishop.tv, toddbishop.tv. Yeah. TV. Um, if people want to lean in as well, obviously the website's a good first place to go, but if people want to lean in in social media, uh, are you on social media? What, where can people find you? You know, believe it or not, I don't even like social media. Um, I don't use it personally for me. I use it for ministry to promote the book. I use it for the message, you know? And so, um, Todd, our Bishop at Todd, our Bishop is Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, they're all the same. Todd R. Bishop. Beautiful. Todd R. Bishop. Um, I, I wanted before, uh, you know, I am going to mention, because since we're on the topic of resources, the Avail Journal, we mentioned a little while ago, the Avail Journal, this is oh, a yeah. Christian leadership magazine that comes out quarterly. Uh, it looks good. It feels good. It is good. It has amazing content from amazing uh, relevant leaders, uh, both in the church and in the marketplace. Um, if you are not accessing this, I want to highly encourage you to go to availjournal.com, availjournal.com. The first year's on us. That's four editions of the, I, don't, I personally have not seen many Christian leadership magazines at this level. So I just want to take this moment, availjournal.com, first year's on us. I think you would agree. You, you talked about it. Leaders are learners. And this yeah. is one place where you can learn more about leadership. Would you agree, Pastor Todd? It's can good I, to have Can resources. I jump in there, Pastor Virgil? Can yeah. I jump in on that? So there's a lot of magazines you can get. 
there's a lot of you can you could subscribe you can get to your inbox daily but there are very few resources like avail has produced hmm. for christian leadership that is going to actually encourage you motivate you but also at times convict you <laughs> because you may feel like man i'm not doing really good in this area so <laughs> i love this and when i get extra copies i give them out to people yeah. when i'm done they sit in my office i want to make sure they're available one of my favorite you know issues that came out was the john maxwell one recently yeah. So that was so inspiring to me. And I think if you only get a Veil magazine just for that issue, <laughs> it is well worth the next 20 years of, yeah. of the subscription. And so I, I can't speak to it enough how it's encouraged me that there's times I go back a year earlier and say, man, I didn't need it back then. Yeah, but I'm so glad I kept that magazine because I needed that article today. So. Yeah, that's good. Thank you for uh, supporting the push. Avail Journal is doing uh, awesome, and a lot of people are really yeah. enjoying it. And uh, availjournal.com is where you can see that offer. Um, before before you leave us with a, a final nugget of encouragement as leaders, can you just mention a little bit about the Unleashed Network? By the way, for everybody who's connected right now. Uh, Pastor Todd Bishop also hosts the Unleashed podcast, the Leadership Unleashed podcast, uh, where he talks leadership as well. Um, talk to us a little bit, Todd, about the the Unleashed Network. So I had this desire years ago to create a network. Originally, it was designed just for pastors, um, but that has now expanded. So there's, there's two arms of the Unleashed Network. One is to speak into business leaders. So I do a monthly, believe it or not, um, breakfast with business leaders, anywhere from 50 to 75 business leaders. And I do that plus other events. But the pastor side was where I always thought I'd land. But yet it's broadened so much more the Unleashed Network to where we're now influencing beyond just those in ministry, but those who are in ministry in business. Yeah. And so that's been something really exciting that we've done. And so we do have an arm for the church. We do have an arm for businesses. Um, and then we have an Unleashed conference that we do annually. And one of the pivots we made this year, Pastor Virgil, was we were not going to just speak to pastors. If wow. we're going to raise leaders, let's become New York Metro's premier leadership conference. Come on. And so we've invited a couple of great speakers. We got eight speakers in total that are going to be with us. Two of which I think both of them you would be familiar with. Stephen Chandler is one, yeah. Nicole Crank, and it's yeah. all general leadership so that we can raise the leadership lid within the Christian community to make a difference in the world we live. So Unleash Network, it, 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 there's a lot of great tools to it, and that's available and information on ToddBishop.tv as well. Love that. ToddBishop.tv is the website. Man, this has been awesome. Honestly, Pastor Todd, I could be here for another hour or two, but it's a podcast, so we got to come to an end. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> I wanted to get a little bit of a, a just what's on your heart. What do you want to leave leaders with, just as a final thought or encouragement? Yeah, I'm. A, can I leave you with two lessons, mm -hmm. Pastor Virgil? Can yeah. I leave the listeners and watchers? The first is this one, and this is probably the most risky title that's in the book and the lesson it's screw what other people think. Mm. And I'll tell you what, for 27 years, probably the first almost 20, I cared too much about what people thought. Mm. I, I tried to make everybody happy, tried to appease everybody, tried to make sure that no one had their feathers ruffled and no one mm. felt over, you know, I just, I tried yeah. to be everything to everybody 
And this principle sounds harsher than it really is, but it really is at some point, I just got to do what God's called me to do. I've, I've got to walk in the lane God's called me to walk in. Yeah. And, and I heard this principle years ago from Joel Osteen. Um, if you do what God wants you to do and you make him happy, it doesn't matter who you make unhappy. Yeah. When I heard him say that years ago, I grabbed that Virgil and I was like, you know what? I got to do what God's called me to do. And that doesn't allow us to be bullies or, or vicious or right. condescending to people, but screw what other people think is just me doing what God's called me to do. Because one day I'll stand before God for my life and leadership. And I make sure that I don't have the excuse. Well, so-and-so was, and, and so I want to say, God, I left it all on the field for you. Yeah. I did everything you called me to do to the best of my ability. And then last, never forget where you started. Hmm. If I can encourage anybody with this, like the humble beginnings we all experience because every leader starts small. Yeah. And in part of the book, I talk about how many great businesses started in garages. So buy a garage. Um, you know, <laughs> the reality is all, all of us have Genesis moments or incubator moments or starting blocks. Don't forget those moments. I remember what it was like as a church planner where my son and I would be the only ones unloading the trailer mm -hmm. before any volunteers got there because people were late or running behind. I remember when it was just my wife, Mary, and I who were leading the church. She'd run kids ministry. We'd be the ones. I know they say don't do it, but we had nobody to count an offering because we didn't trust anybody with the offering. We're counting the, you know, it's all yeah. those things. Never forget those humble beginnings because if you forget your history, you might miss out on your destiny. Hmm. And so for any leaders out there, don't, don't, don't worry about where you're going. Worry about where you are, celebrate where you've been. And ultimately in God's hands is your destiny. Because if God designed you for it, He'll bring you to it. So don't forget where you came from. So I'm grateful for the, tr the, the trials I grew up with, the challenges, the struggles, the difficulties, because every difficulty has prepared me for my destiny. I don't want to forget those. I don't want to complain about those. I want to celebrate because if I forget where I came from, I might take too much credit for where I am today. <laughs> but if I look back on what God's brought me through, that's ultimately the greatest celebration we as leaders could ever have. God, thank you for what you've brought me through because it has been your hand. And just like the old prophet said, the gracious hand of the Lord is on me. Mm. And when you remember where you've come from, you recognize it's only been God and it's been his hand that brought me to where I am. And, and if I could just sort of listen, I'm blessed today, but I didn't grow up with those blessings. Yeah. I don't want to forget all the all those things because it makes what I'm experiencing today even greater because I remember where I started. So never forget where you started. Woo, that's a good word. Hashtag drop the mic, Pastor Todd. <laughs> Bishop, I love it. Man, this has been great. Um, Pastor yes. Todd, on behalf of Dr. Sam Chand, Martin Van Tilburg, our whole Avail team, we just want to take a moment to say that we honor you and we thank God for your life, for your family, for your leadership. And we're excited to see what the Lord's going to do through your book, Leadership Unleashed. Yes. Thank you, Pastor Virgil. And can I just say thank you to Avail? It yes. has been a joy and a pleasure and an honor to even be part of the Avail family. So to all those, everyone mm. we've worked with, especially Martine, he's one of the greatest gifts of leadership. <laughs> and 
Sam Chan is the legend of leadership. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I look at this and say, I, it's just humbling to be part of this. So, so Pastor Virgil, to you and everybody at Avail, thank you for believing in this book, believing in the message of this book, and even giving us an opportunity to be on this platform today. We're, we're honored by it. Yes, sir. You're welcome. And we believe in you. And hey, leader that's leaning, leaning in, listening, watching right now, we believe in you as well. Uh, the book is Leadership Unleashed. It's one of the latest Avail releases. Uh, we have a book that comes out every month because we'd like to produce resources that are going to help you on your leadership journey. Pastor Todd R. Bishop, Leadership Unleashed. There's the study guide. There's the masterclass videos. Check it out at toddbishop.tv. Hey, everybody. It's been a good it's been a good podcast. I hope you took some notes, share this with your team or with somebody who's leading alongside you or somebody who might benefit from it. Uh, on behalf of Avail, my name is Virgil Sierra, lead pastor of Vertical Church, your host right here on the Avail podcast. And we look forward to connecting every single week with a new episode, with a new guest who's going to help us along this leadership journey. God bless you. And we'll see you next time right here on the Avail podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Avail podcast with our guest, Todd Bishop. You can find out more about Todd at toddbishop.tv. For more leadership resources, check us out at theartofleadership.com. And make sure to claim your free annual subscription of the Avail Journal at availjournal.com. As always, I'm your Avail podcast host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail Podcast.